my whole entire life, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to own a business. Like I always just thought that that was like the end all be all, you know, I just thought it was honestly just the greatest thing. So, you know, when I was in university, I ended up getting into blogging and I was so obsessed with blogging. And, you know, I really kind of thought that the rest of my life that I would be a full-time blogger, um, you know, maybe create a recipe book, something like that. But long story short, like my years and years of, you know, being in blogging and freelance work kind of drove me to social media and my love for creating aesthetically pleasing designs and writing captions and helping businesses skyrocket their sales on social media platforms, specifically Instagram. The Self-Made Life Podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. I'll share a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to run and scale a business, branding tips, and I'll also be chatting with other entrepreneurs to share their stories and what it's like to be self-made. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Self-Made Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Wyatt from Monarch Design Co. And today on the Self-Made Life, um, we are sitting down with Annie from The Social Aesthetic. Annie is also my social media manager and my project manager, and I'm just so excited to have her on here um, to kind of share her story into entrepreneurship. Um, how she got to where she is, how she got into, you know, social media and social media management. Um, and yeah, and she's just such a wealth of knowledge. And I think this episode will be super helpful for anyone tuning in. Um, so yeah, welcome, Annie. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Hey, us too. All right. So we always like to start the podcast off with a little boss or bust, which is, mm-hmm. you know, when we have guests come on, it was, it's kind of a throwback to our OG podcast days. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what boss or bust is, it's sharing something that you're proud of or something that didn't go as planned uh, for your past week. So boss, obviously something that went well and bust something that might not have gone well, just to kind of like, you know, cheer on those little moments and just, you know, shed light on the real moments of entrepreneurship. So tell us what's your, what's your boss or bust? Um, okay. So my boss is that I really got to refine a lot of processes this last week when it came to my onboarding, organizing, uh, systems and using, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So that was definitely a boss moment. And, you know, after spending hours trying to configure and get all of that figured out, um, I just felt so successful. Um, and can I also say a bust? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, a bust is that I ended up going through and incorrectly creating a whole entire content calendar for a month and realizing after spending like the whole entire night until 1 a.m. in the morning, and realizing that it was completely wrong and that I had spent all of those hours towards literally nothing. So um, I needed to redo it, but I was like, you know what? It's a learning experience, but that was definitely a bust. Oh, no, that's the worst. Honestly, like it happens to the best of us or like, you know, 
even you're spending hours working on something and like your computer crashes and you didn't save and it's like, oh my God. But lesson learned. Lesson learned. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. All right. What is my boss for the week? Um, So I uh, started working with a team. So I realized I can't do it all on my own. I'm going through some growing pains with Monarch Design Co. I'm so, so grateful for my team. Um, They are all incredible women and I'm just so grateful to be in their presence and, and have them, you know, on my team. Uh, cheering me on, cheering my clients on. It's just so amazing. Um, And yeah, like I had a day rate client over the weekend and it just felt so like empowering to know that I had one of my designers um, working on a website. I had someone else working on copy. And then I also had another designer um, working on uh, branding concepts for another project. So it was just like, wow, this really like freed me up to be more present with my one-on-one day rate client and getting things done. And I just felt like a huge like weight lifted off of my shoulders that like, wow, I can actually, you know, spend some time. Yeah. Like I haven't like sat on the couch like at night for a very long time. And I actually did that this week. I started watching um, Emily in Paris with Tane and oh my god, everyone's yeah, talking like, about that show. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like I don't even remember the last. T- Obviously, I still have stuff like on my to do list, but it's like really mm-hmm. important just to you know take some time and, and take a break for yourself, especially you know um, as we heard in two episodes ago when we had Rebecca on and she was you know kind of. Um, telling us that too. So, and then, yeah, I'm going to share Bust as well. Um, so I had a couple of, um, discovery calls this past week and, you know, you think like, oh yeah, I have this one in the bag. Like I can help them. Like I'm so excited like for them. And I guess like, you know, getting excited for things too soon, um, isn't always, you know, the best thing, but I think that's just like the optimism and cheerleader in me. Um, Mm -hmm. I used to be a cheerleader high school (laughs) oh my god I was too oh my gosh yeah so yeah and then you know they just didn't end up booking for whichever reason which is okay because you know as Annie Mm -hmm. said like maybe there's a reason that they didn't book and you know saving me yeah so yeah just sharing you know but then of course you know that no is making way for the next project that's going to be a hell yes so exactly yeah it's up and up Uh, yeah yeah you just have to look at it that way instead of you know getting down on yourself um but yeah so uh annie um tell us who you are what you do and kind of your story into into entrepreneurship so who am I? I'm Annie Brieu, and I'm a social media manager. I'm the founder of the socialaesthetic.co, um, and my story into entrepreneurship. Oh my goodness. I'm going to try to make it like as short as possible because when I really think back, like my whole entire life, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to own a business. Like I always just thought that that was like the end all be all, you know, um, I just thought it was honestly just the greatest thing. So, you know, when I was in university, 
I ended up getting into blogging and I was so obsessed with blogging. And, you know, I really kind of thought that the rest of my life that I would be a full-time blogger, um, you know, maybe create a recipe book, something like that. Um, but long story short, like my years and years of, you know, being in blogging and freelance work kind of drove me to social media and my love for creating aesthetically pleasing designs and writing captions and helping businesses skyrocket their sales on social media platforms, specifically Instagram. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely has been like a long time of mistakes and learning, um, but really, I mean, Marley is really the one that kind of helped me to believe in myself to launch my own business and, you know, go fully into it because I really second guessed myself. And I think that I would have become an entrepreneur a lot younger if I had not doubted myself so much growing up, you know, but obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's only been five months now that I've actually been self-employed. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's great. And now I don't think that I'll ever turn back, but I think that, you know, my actually, my actual story started probably when I was like 18, 19 years old, when I first started writing online and kind of started getting those ideas into my head of what I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted to spend my time. You know, working a nine to five can be great for many reasons and it's, you know, incredible for a lot of people, but for me, it just wasn't it. And now I'm here and I'm so happy. Yay. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Honestly, yeah, like I, um, I, I think that like nine to fives and like corporate jobs do really teach us a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we think, well, like, damn, I wish I, you know, did this so much sooner. But when you look back, it's like, okay, I understand why now I needed mm-hmm. to really, you know, go through this experience in order to come out on the other side stronger. Oh my God, a hundred percent. And like, just one thing, I mean, like side note, you're helping me with my website for my blog that I've had for forever. But, you know, like one of the biggest things that I've learned is that I always tried to do everything myself. I never wanted to hire anybody else to help me with my website. I didn't want to hire anybody for anything. And, you know, that's like one of the biggest takeaways, you know, me looking back at 18, 19 year old Annie trying to, you know, fit hours and hours and hours of work in a day all by myself. I'm like, what was I thinking? I should have just invested and hired somebody to help me out. And, you know, I probably would have been farther. But obviously, all of those things needed to happen in order for me to kind of realize and click in and be where I am today, you know? Yeah. And and sometimes it kind of like takes that in order for you to like really, you know, figure out like, okay, no, I need to stay in my zone of genius and really like outsource these things. And mm-hmm. I felt that very much when I like first hired you too um, for mm-hmm. social media. Like I was spending hours, hours and hours like trying to, mm-hmm. you know, move the needle forward in my like socials. And I was just like getting burnt out and I was getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. I wasn't seeing, you know, that return. And like, since working with you, like, wow, like my whole like days, I feel like have opened up because now I'm able to focus on like, you know, the client Mm -hmm. work and, and, you know, in staying in my zone of genius and in handing Mm -hmm. that off to you, which has been so, so helpful. So 
Oh my God. Well, I'm so happy, but it's funny that you mentioned that because that's what the majority of my clients or just people in general say, like, you know, I think that the best part of having a social media manager is that it gives you back all of that time because social media can take up hours of your day. Like that's literally why it's a full-time job, Um, you know, and people hire managers, not just because they don't know what to do on their social platform, but literally they don't have the time. Yeah. You know, they're running their own businesses. They've got other things to do. Yeah. Well, I'm just so, so, so grateful for you. I'm so Um, grateful for you. (laughs) I feel like we talk like every day. So it's just like a conversation. (laughs) My boyfriend was like, you talk to Ashley more than you talk to me. I'm like, probably. (laughs) We talk all day. I know. I, I feel like Tane says the same thing. He's going to be listening to this and he'll be like, oh, okay, now I understand. Yeah, they're getting jealous. <laughs> oh my um, God. Okay. Well, um, I know that you, you know, you're a very big fan of having a morning routine. And of course, you know, from working with our mutual coach, Marley, mm-hmm. we've really both kind of like honed in on our we're finding our morning routine, but tell tell us, what does your morning routine look like? Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, my morning routine is like the most important part of my day. And thank goodness for Marley, because if it weren't for her, I would never be applying a morning routine. Um, but I honestly, I'm not going to say that it's the same every single day because it's not because every single day is completely different, but I do focus on having that first hour of the day dedicated to myself. Um, and I mean, what I love to do is get up right away and go for a walk outside. Obviously I live very, very close. I mean, the lake is right beside my house. So I love to walk all the way up the lake and really take in that morning sunshine during my walks. I don't listen to music. I actually listen to either affirmations. Um, I'll listen to like subliminal message, um, audio, anything to kind of get me focused and going for the day. After my walk, I will come home and I'm huge into meditation. So I'll take like a 10, 15 minute meditation and I listen to that. Anything that I can really find that I'm actually connecting with. Um, You know, I don't think that meditation is for a lot of people and that's completely fine. But, you know, finding that something that you can connect with yourself and you kind of, you know, push away any other thoughts that you're having or any other stresses. And, you know, that moment that you can take to yourself and just really tune in, relax and focus. Um, that is like the biggest part of my morning. I know that Marley does breath work and I have done some breath work. Um, and I know that I need to push myself to do it a lot more because that's another thing that helps me so much throughout the day. Um, yeah. And then eye patches, gua sha, <laughs> ice rollers, you know, the usual, and just a really large cup of delicious coffee. Nice. That is my morning routine. Love it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, my my morning routine looks very similar, um, although I don't really like walking outside in the cold right now. Oh, and I'm I know. down the street from the, the beach to the lake. Yeah. You're on the other side of the lake. I know, but- we're on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing um but yeah no thanks so much for sharing um okay so uh if you could go back in time and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice what would that be oh my gosh this is such a great question (laughs) 
honestly, I mean, I feel like I could tell myself a million of things and like give myself warnings for things. But I think that the like the one most important thing that I would say is to focus on my intuition and not listen to other people. Not that my friends or the people that I surrounded with myself with didn't have good intentions for me, but I think that your own intuition is a lot stronger than, you know, anybody else. And I was so focused on having so many friends and parties and, you know, at 18 years old, because I'm a late December baby, I was in university, right? My first year of university. So I was a baby. <laughs> now looking back, I'm like, wow, I really was a baby. Um, but I was so, so focused on everybody else's opinions. I wanted to fulfill everybody else's dreams of me. I wanted to make sure that everyone else was happy with me. And unfortunately, that left me not feeling as fulfilled and me not, you know, achieving as much as I kind of had hoped for, you know, my 18-year-old self for, you know, for the last 15 years, really. Um, so I would just really tell myself to take a moment and focus on what it is that I want, not get absorbed by other people's emotions and feelings, um, and focus on me. It's like a long-ended answer there, but yeah, it sounds like you have some people pleasing in you too. (laughs) I sure do. Honestly, I've been working really hard to like stop it. And that's another thing that's helped me out with, uh, or that Marley has been able to help me out with because people pleasing is like such a syndrome and such an issue in itself. And as great as it, as it is to have, you know, lots of friends and lots of people that love you, you're, you know, actually just kind of diminishing what you want in order to make other people feel good. And that's not a thing. It's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, like I, so before this podcast recording, I had a session with Margo, um, mm-hmm, is, um, whole beauty MD. I might be getting that wrong, but mm-hmm. I'll link her. She is, whole beauty MD. she specializes in SRT and, you know, healing, um, you know, from like a spiritual level and, that's what I had. I was like kind of like facing like burnout and I was giving away my energy too much. Mm -hmm. And it was really like eye opening for me. And I was like, wow, like this really comes down to like the people pleasing in me. And I'm reading this book right now. It's called how to do the work by, um, Dr. Nicole LaPera. She's amazing. So good. I'll learn about it as well. But yeah, like it's like so eye opening and it's like, okay, well, you know, got to fill your own cup before you can, you know, help others and and give others too, right? Mm -hmm. That was the first book that I had read um, when I started working with Marley. And so I ended up getting the audio and every single morning I would listen to it on my walk. And that book, I swear changed my life. And I felt like all of a sudden I was like a psychologist, like anytime... (laughs) anytime anybody like had anything going on or if I could start to see these like tendencies that you know she chats about in the book I was like oh my god they've got hero syndrome they're this okay I get it (laughs) like I just like I was like diagnosing my boyfriend with things like he was like you need to back off (laughs) I know oh my gosh yeah I started reading it like last year too but 
I started reading it more like before bed and I was like, okay, you know what? I can't read this before bed because there's like journal prompts and stuff. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I can't, you know, shut my brain off. So I started reading like another kind of like nonfiction, like storybook, which kind of like helped me to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, relax. It gets Um, the brain going. That is for sure. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to get into the best part of the episode, which is, I mean, the reason why you're all here. Um, I mean, not that I don't love talking to you. We talk all the time, every day. (laughs) But when it comes to social media, um, can you share your top three tips um, to kind of like help with engagement, growing, you know, maybe pick like your favorite social media platform and just kind of like give our listeners some helpful tips that they can kind of start implementing today. Absolutely. Um, So three tips, I'll say, let's focus on Instagram um, because the majority of my clients are wanting help with Instagram. Um, So three tips. I mean, number one, I know that, that I say this all the time, but I think that people really need to hear it. Um, Number one, consistency is key. Like if there's, you know, I tell people all the time, like you could listen to hours and hours and hours of stuff about how to make your, your platform better and what to do and whatever that it is. But if you're not consistent, nothing else matters. Like Instagram focuses on consistency. And what a lot of people don't know is that if you're not consistent, Instagram will push down your content. So the next time, you know, if you wait a month or wait two weeks or however long, if you go to post again, Instagram is going to push down your content, meaning that less people are actually going to be seeing that post. So, you know, this kind of rolls into my second point, just post it. You know, if you're like, oh my God, it's not perfect enough. It's not this, it's not that. You know, you're, you're second guessing, you're, you're spending more time focusing on why it's not good than, you know, just, just go and post it. You just don't know. And I find that the majority of time people, it's always the post that they like think is the worst that they didn't spend time on that end up doing the best. Um, so just post it, like bite the bullet and just post it because it'll probably turn out a lot better. And also it's going to help you to remain consistent on your platform, right? Like that's, that's the big thing. Uh, the algorithm on Instagram is consistently changing. <laughs> like That's like the biggest, like struggle number one of a social media manager is waking up one morning and seeing that everything that you put into a strategy for the month is like completely changed because Instagram decided to wake up and have a new algorithm. You're like, great, this is awesome. Oh, um, and so tip number three, I would say um, is really focus in on your stories. And I literally just talked about this yesterday, but people don't really utilize stories. And I'll see some really great accounts that have, you know, a good amount of followers. You know, they might have had their their platform open since like 2012 or 2011. So they've accumulated these followers for a long time. You know, they're posting consistently, but they're not utilizing their stories. And people don't understand the power of stories. Again, like when I talk about Instagram pushing down content, Instagram, if they see that you're not utilizing their stories or, you know, really all parts of their platform, they are going to push down your content, which means, you know, it's so annoying when you've put so much time and effort into a post and it doesn't do well. Um, And it's not, you know, sometimes a post doesn't do well, not because the post is bad at all, but because there's other factors that come into play. 
You know, have you been utilizing your stories? Like stories is a great way to get engagement and get people interested in your platform and showing them the behind the scenes and, you know, showing them the real you and kind of, you know, it gives people that, that like, you know, the behind the scenes that people are really interested in, in seeing, you know, um, and you can get a lot of really great feedback from your stories, you know, like utilizing polls and questions and quizzes and all of that kind of stuff, you know, um, your stories will rank better as long as you're using, you know, music, you're using the location, you're using your captions, like that's a huge thing. So I guess another tip, always use captions if you are talking because, statistically, I think that they say only 5% of people will actually go back and listen to those stories because the majority of the time your audio is not on, whatever. Um, so just make sure that you're using those captions. Um, but yeah, just maximize, maximize the use of stories because they really can go far and they can provide you with so, so much, especially when you're, you know, a business starting out and you're not sure, you know, if you should, be focusing on one thing over another. Um, you know, it's just such a great way to connect and engage and make sure that, you know, Instagram is going to value your platform and not hide anything because, you know, Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to be shadow banned like I was. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't fun. <laughs> that was a hard time in our lives. <laughs> when Annie and I first started working together, my account had yeah. some um, shady, didn't like us. shady stuff happening and Instagram didn't really like me, but now we're on the up and up, right? We are so on the up and up and your content is doing so, so good. Um, Mm -hmm. And also just another like tip is don't focus on likes. A lot of people are so focused on likes, but value wise, it means nothing on Instagram anymore. Um, You know, focus on those saves, focus on those shares. So make sure that you're really adding in some great information into those posts. Um, you know, and that's what we're really seeing taking off on yours, on your platform. Like people are Mm -hmm. saving it and sharing it like crazy. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when you know that what you're posting is valuable because, you know, they like it so much that they're saving it for later or they're sharing it with their friends and family, right? Like they're like, Hey, check this out. Look at this. Right. And that's That's important stuff. Yeah, Mm, for sure. Amazing. Well, thanks for that little bonus tip. Um, and yeah, so definitely, you know, start implementing those, you know, simple strategies. Like I know it's, I say that it's so simple, but like literally like they are like life changing. And once you kind of know, it's like, just give it some time and patience to kind of like catch on and take off. Okay. I need to take a little break and just share one of our favorite tools, which is HoneyBook. So HoneyBook is our CRM system and we really can't live without it. We have been using it for the past almost four years and it's been like life-changing in our business. So from leads that kind of filter through our website form. It kind of populates into a new project for us and seamlessly we can send proposals, we can schedule calls, we can send over invoices, contracts, brochures. And what I love most about it is 
it's just so easy on the client end and we are able to get paid quickly and efficiently and we're able to keep everything together in one easy and simple to use spot. So if you are looking for a client management system, I highly recommend HoneyBook. It has been a total game changer in our business and I have no doubt that it'll be a total game changer for you too. So if you want to use our exclusive 50% off your first year, you can head over to our website, themonarchdesign.co forward slash resources and click get 50% off HoneyBook. Oh, 100%. And like, again, like people think that, you know, consistency is overrated, but consistency is literally everything. You can post, you know, five horrible pictures in a row, horrible quote unquote, um, and, you know, Instagram is going to favor your platform than somebody who posts once every three weeks and then decides to post four times the next week and then once the next week after that and then they don't post for a couple of months. Instagram doesn't like those platforms. If you're a business and you're doing that, Instagram's going to push you down. So make sure to get consistent. Yeah, love that. Awesome. So we are going to go into a little rapid fire. So this Mm -hmm. or that. So just kind of say which one comes up first for you. Um, (laughs) I don't know why everyone always says that. It's just fun. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Ready? Yes, go. City or country? City. Uh, Mountains or beach? beach early bird or night owl early bird <laughs> coffee or tea <sighs> coffee <laughs> That's uh, real. burgers or pizza oh my gosh first thing first thing burgers <laughs> <laughs> call or text text awesome you, you made it I made it? Okay. (laughs) I'm always scared. I'm going to screw those ones up. I'm like, oh, no. No, it's just for fun. Awesome. Um, All right. So thank you so much for kind of, you know, walking us through your journey to entrepreneurship, sharing some really valuable takeaways. Um, So tell us, where can our listeners find you online? Do a little plug plug. (laughs) Yes. So, um they can find me at the social aesthetic.co and on there I've got all of my information. Um, you can book with me on there or you can even just find me on my Instagram, which is at the social aesthetic.co. Um, and aesthetic is spelled A E S T H E T I C. I think I got that right. That's why usually the biggest thing people will text me being like, hey, how do you spell aesthetic? I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for such a great episode. Um, I hope that you all found this super helpful. And I can't wait to kind of, you know, see you implementing these strategies. And, you know, if you um, listen to this podcast and found it really helpful, um, share a screenshot in your stories on Instagram, tag us um, at uh, self-made life podcast, at the social aesthetic, at 
Monarch Design Co. Um, and yeah, we'll just kind of cheer you on and we'll all help each other with the Instagram al algorithm. Yeah.